ready? Yes, you get ready. news in the streets. Join us and tune in for the tea. Breaking news with integrity. So tell your friends and your family. It's the lovely TV show. Bringing you good tea and good vibes. It's the lovely TV show. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe. Hey, tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good today. Happy Halloween. It's October 31st. I just got back from ATL and there is snow here in Minnesota. I cannot believe that it actually snowed last night. But it is what it is. So anyways, I know y'all have been waiting for some tea because I've been gone and busy. So I am back. So I got a chance to finally, child, it took a while. But I was able to get through most of Kodak Black's Drink Champ interview. Y'all been wanting to know my opinions about that. That interview was very interesting. It was a boy, oh boy, Kodak was higher than Kuda Brown, bitch, okay? High as hell. I'm like, damn, what you pop, snort, or drink before you came on this show? And you know, drink champs, they ain't shit for having that boy on that podcast higher than Kuda Brown and then offering him drink after drink. But again, that is why I call them drunk champs, okay? Because that's all they do is turn up and get drunk on that bitch. So anyhow, if you guys do not know, right now Kodak Black is literally beefing with so many people online. Which is crazy because he was just at one fest performing on stage. And I didn't get a chance to see him because it was so many acts to see. So I did miss Kodak Black's performance. But, you know, most people said he did pretty good, so... I don't know. Again, I'm not a big Kodak Black listener. I will listen to a few of his songs if, like, my boys are playing it or something like that. But he's really hard for me to understand, and I'm really good with accents. I'm really good understanding people. I don't think it's necessarily the Creole, because I can understand Creole. I can understand Haitians just fine. Part of it is that Southern Florida draw, and then part of it is because he's higher than a giraffe's ass, okay? Let's keep that real. Anyhow, so while he was on the show, Kodak Black wanted to get a lot of stuff off his chest, and I feel him. He's been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? He did some time. A lot of folks turned their back on him in the industry. Um, he talked about his beef with Big Boy and T.I., them trying to get him kicked off the label. And I believe that was stemming back to what he had said about Lauren London and the whole Nipsey Hussle thing. And they had taken him out of the Trap Museum. So he still feels a way about that. So I want y'all to watch this snippet of what he had to say about T.I. and Big Boy right here. UGK or Outkast? Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> Take a triple shot. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in the doses. I ain't gonna lie, though. Shit, exclude Big Boy ass, though. Exclude Big Boy. The bit where the bit where the bit where him. That's yeah. the other nigga. Uh -huh. Yeah, but Andre and Big Boy. Exclude him. Yeah, exclude what him. What do you mean by that? I fuck nigga try to get me kicked off the label. The dog nigga try to get me kicked off that Lennon, him and T.I. Bitch, I. I ain't gonna lie, when I was a young nigga, right, I used to always say, like, how, how T.I. looked on the ATL movie and shit. I used to always say, Bit Rad, Bit Rad look like, look, look, look like T.I. Yeah. look. <laughs> and then, like, like a little bit of T.I., then you get, uh, the, the, the C murder and shit, look for you. Matter of fact. All right, so you guys just saw that snippet. Then on top of that, he also talked about the situation with Little Boosie. If you guys remember, a few months ago, he did a song with, you know, so you know, um, everybody's favorite snitch, honey, 6ix9ine. Uh, so they had did a song together, and Boosie kind of called him out, like, you know, I don't care how much money you were offered. You had to have some type of integrity, some type of morals. Now, that is very rich coming from Little Boosie, the same man who paid a grown stripper to give his son head at his birthday party, but 
but uh, that's a whole nother video. But Boosie was not feeling the fact that Kodak Black and 6ix9ine had worked together. So Kodak Black finally, you know, addressed the situation. He said he's basically hurt because he feels like little Boosie was like a hero to him. Like he really looked up to Boosie. So for Boosie to like, you know, throw shade at him was just foul. So y'all go ahead and check this out. I need to go make millions any kind of way, nigga. You famous, nigga. Niggas don't have no morals, you know. If money make you sell your soul like that. Biggest rat in the world, bro. Like, million dollars, two, three million, four million, it don't matter. You do that, you'll take a dick for 30 million. You'll put a dick in your mouth. If money make you do that, behind closed doors, if a nigga offer you 30 million, You'll put that dick in your mouth, nigga. You did a song with 6 9 bro. Yeah, did you see it? Do you regret it a little bit? No. Okay. To, to this day, I still can't believe it. Boosters went out like that, bro. Plain vibing like that on me. Like, like, look up to you in a sense. I really feel like you felt me as a, a hero. And if you were, if you was on some real OG timing, homie, you never supposed to look down on it. So now on top of that, if you guys remember, Lotto and Kodak Black, they had beef about two years ago because Lotto was basically saying that a lot of these industry dudes be trying to, you know what I'm saying, while they're in the studio working and trying to keep it professional, they also be trying to hand chicks a side of dick, okay? And Lotto wasn't here for it. She felt like, you know, these industry dudes need to tighten up. So what had happened is that basically she went into the studio and she did a song with, I believe, Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, and one other person. So people were trying to narrow down who it could be who had sexually, quote-unquote, harassed her. And so a lot of people came to the conclusion that it was Kodak, unfairly. And so Kodak feels like, you know what, Lotto, you should have had my back. You should have spoke up. You could have deaded the rumors and you chose not to. So when they asked him um, while playing this game that they do on Drink Champs, like, you know, who do you like better? He spoke on it and he basically chose Ice Spice, okay? Everybody's favorite, you know, new princess from the Bronx. Um, he chose Ice Spice over Lotto. So, you know, go ahead and check this out, child. These men, you know what I'm saying? They, right. they don't know how to keep it business and then they want to like. <laughs> what do you mean by that? So, like, I don't care. Like, baby, I'm going to just keep it 100. It's a feature on my album um, that it was, like, it was difficult to clear. And they, like, trying to drop their nuts on me <gasps> because I won't respond to a, a DM. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it a, mm -mm. And without saying the name, huh. but is it artist or producer or somebody? Artist. Oh, wow. Artist, yeah. And they'll still be on the album? Yeah, just because I love the song so much and I had to turn it in yesterday, so I didn't really have a choice. So I was like backed into a corner like bully. But I wish more females would speak up on stuff. I know like the label and stuff, they say, you know, don't do not do that bad business, whatever. Man, these folks be trying to drop yeah. nuts on female rappers. All right, you ready? <laughs> ice Spice or Lotto? I'm going I'm, I'm to give it the Ice Spice because... Oh, like how Lotto tried to play crazy too. <laughs> 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 I like that shit so lame, bro. That shit so lame, homie. Like, I don't know, I guess Lou like she wants to she, drop, she'll drop her album and shit, and then she'll go to Breakfast Club, and they're like, 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 what's going on with the like with the process and all that shit, you know And then I guess I like, should take like, time like. Like, uh, always kind of like be hard, you know, your bitches on the on this crazy woman empowerment way. Right. For real, for real. Like, shit, yeah, just salute that shit. Like, I, res I respect women. I'm fucked up like women. For real, for real, on some shit. Like, yeah, what? 
I love my old grips and my mom and my auntie used to hug them and shit like that. And it was like, you know what I mean? Women be strong for real, for real. Yeah, they lay down and push babies out and shit. Like, niggas, like, for real, for real, like, okay, we can be alpha, masculine, whatever, but we ain't doing that shit. You guys just saw that clip. Now, on top of that, as we all know, you know, rumor has it, we don't know for sure, but we kind of know. Supposedly, 21 Savage and Lotto are together. I know a lot of y'all kept asking me, was Lotto at 21 Savage's party? To be honest, I didn't see her. Not saying that she wasn't there. There was hundreds of people there, but I didn't see her. I saw JD, I saw Quavo, I saw Fabo, but I did not see Lotto. But she might have been in the back or in the trailer or something. I don't know. You know, I did see 21 Savage there with the lady with blue hair, but... I digress. Anyhow, in this same Drink Champs game, um, basically, they also then go on to ask um, Kodak Black, does he choose 21 Savage or Future? And Kodak Black ends up going on a rant and basically said that, you know, him and 21 Savage were really close. And then once he started working with Drake, um, he switched up on him. And he didn't like that because he really considered him a friend. And so 21 Savage definitely was not feeling it. So I want y'all to go ahead and watch this clip and also watch what 21 Savage had to say in response. Check this out. Hey, who? Who you gonna say future who? 21 Savage. Future. Because 21 used to be straight. I said that we were vibing on the SG twice type shit. I'm saying, like, you supposed to be sniper game, slaughter game, slaughter game, sniper game, whatever the fuck, or whatever. I'm saying, but I ain't gonna lie, I, I remember a point in time, like, the shit was fucked up about me, like, on some shit, like, that's true to last up, and now I'm reading shit like that, like, bro, stay on, like, all that good shit, all that other shit. Yeah. And then, I don't, I don't know, like, I'm saying, Drake, Drake just got a certain, like, a little effect that he do to motherfuckers in the trip. Cause like after that album they did together and shit like that, it was just like all of a sudden motherfuckers just felt like you know what I'm saying they ain't doing that pussy shit like that some shit like you made this shit like you like you vocalize it for real for real on the ground and on the internet like you ain't never live like that. I mean like Future is a way bigger artist than me. Future been making hits forever and ever and ever. When they ask you future 21, all you had to do was say future. That's all. Like, why the hell are you always dragging shit, trying to make it seem like we got a problem or it's just deeper than what it is, bro? It ain't nothing, bro. Let it go. Like, make your money. You free now. We all go through. You always trying to bring up the fact that you went to jail and like, like, that shit just mean like you deserve more than the next. Like, every whoever went to jail, this is what I want y'all to know. Just because you went to jail, the world don't owe you nothing, bro. Like, don't know about you don't deserve more than anybody else because you went to jail. Every nigga go through shit, bruh. Straight up. Everybody go through problems. Everybody have problems in life. Y'all not acting like the world owe y'all uh, some shit because y'all went to jail, gang. Like, what the fuck be wrong with y'all? Alright, cool. All you had to do was say future. Like, I I, I pick future over savage. You going to this deep ass explanation. Cause got down when savage got down. Did the album with Drake, he started acting funny. Uh, how the, what the, what changed? Cause I said I felt like I'd be to everybody who was on the freshman cover. I'm supposed to feel like that. I ain't no bitch, nigga. I ain't finna say no nothing. One thing I ain't finna ever do in my life is say you can beat me in a fight, uh, beat me at nothing. I'm not saying I don't give a damn if they put me in the ring with Shaquille O'Neal. They put me on a basketball bas basketball court with Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. 
I'm, I still feel like I can win. I feel like I could beat Michael Jordan at basketball. That's just how I was raised. That's how I feel. Y'all not getting y'all feelings about anything. Like, it really be sounding like you just, like, I don't know, like you, you jealous or something. Like, nigga, the f Oh, he did an album with Drake and switched up. I can't do no album with him because he did an album with Savage. Like, what the, who the f say that type of shit? I don't give a damn who a nigga do music with. That ain't got nothing to do with me, though. Just stop tapping. You got in your feelings. You switched up after I did the album with Drake, nigga. That's what happened. Your ass switched up. And you be talking too much on the internet. You always just saying shit. Just always got something to say about something, nigga. Shut up sometimes, nigga. Go get yourself together and just live your life, nigga. Like, why the f you gotta go into deep ass explanations and shit every time my name come up? Like, ooh, where they do that at? Like, what the f switch up on no, no no rapper like i don't even know you like that we didn't grow up together we never went through nothing together like how the f can i switch up on you just switch up on they friends and shit. like what the f i used to support the f out you screen free you because i f with you but you you just start acting weird nigga. and we don't got the same morals neither you not my type of nigga anyway to let money sw switch, like change y'all, like I do the most weirdest shit and be like, yeah, they pay me, goddamn. Woo. Nah, I ain't that type of. I stand on what I stand on. Can't no amount of money make me do certain type of. Shit. I don't give a damn how much. I can't do it. I won't go against what I believe in. You talking about we ain't the same kind of. Stop speaking on me. Like I don't even get on live and talk about it. Shit just got me, man. Stop speaking on me, man. Leave that shit alone. It ain't nothing. Just let it be, bro. Like, we don't gotta keep talking about each other and shit, bro. Like, you, I wish you the best. Nothing but success. Keep doing your thing. Just leave me out of all right, honey. So y'all just heard what Kodak Black had to say, and you guys just heard 21 Savage's response. That was definitely a very respectful clapback. So I, I respect 21 Savage for just, you know what I'm saying, handling it, saying what he had to say, but also being respectful. I'm sure maybe he still wants that relationship with Kodak Black. I don't think they're sworn enemies or anything like that. To me, it's probably some type of miscommunication and Kodak feeling away because 21 Savage definitely, you know what I'm saying, he definitely has that Drake co-sign and Drake definitely fucks with him. And we all know that Drake stimulus package really be out here helping these dudes. So anyhow, um, now the craziest thing is that all of a sudden there's all this beef with him and Ray J. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So Ray J was just being, you know, genuine, showing some genuine concern. And so, you know, when all these clips started going viral on social media, a lot of people were responding a lot of people were like yo what's wrong with kodak is he high is he okay and so ray j took to the comment section and he said this he says yo somebody grab bro and make sure he good this ain't the interview nori we gotta help this dude i took him to trump's house and he did the most they were not happy with the experience because he had no guidance and respect yo at whack 100 let's figure out how we can help this guy instead of watching him self-destruct so, of course, once that went viral, Kodak saw 
all that and he was not feeling it and he basically said that you know Ray J's a little bitch and when he sees him he's gonna whoop his ass so they've literally been going back and forth for the past 24 hours Ray J is ready to catch that fade Ray J also says he's richer than Kodak Black the whole situation is a mess. And of course, you know, WAC 100 had to jump in it. So this is what WAC 100 said. He says, don't ever get it fucked up. I'ma always stand with my brother and P-Funk. At Kodak Black, you're my partner. At Ray J, feel he was disrespected. I personally feel it was a misunderstanding and some prior disrespect due to you making a pass at his wife. Either y'all get on the phone, man to man and clear it up or meet the man and give him what he wants. Hashtag Pyru. So that is what WAC 100 has to say. He said either get on the phone and talk to Ray J or run him his fade, period, point blank. So I want y'all to go ahead and watch this back and forth between Kodak Black and Ray J. This whole situation's a hot mess. Check this out. You gotta beat the fuck out of Ray J. <laughs> fuck around this fuck nigga, homie. And then it's like, fuck nigga, like, this bitch ass nigga, like, Dude ain't have nothing to do with Trump. Like you ain't have nothing to do with that Trump shit. Fuck nigga, I went no blood on on on, on you. I'm like you tripping. Fuck nigga, like you ain't have nothing to do with that shit. I, don't, I ain't even type of nigga to come on here speaking like speaking about my experience with Trump or how that Trump shit happened or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean, I ain't got no rap for no like anybody that asks me about that shit. I don't even. I don't even watch it called, homie. This fuck nigga wanted to go to Mar a Lago. How the fuck? This fuck nigga wanted to go to Mar a Lago, homie. He said that was some Ray J shit, homie. This bitch ass nigga want juice, all type of shit. That's some, some Ray J shit, homie. You sleep, boy. A nigga plug, boy. The fuck? What? A nigga plug, boy. You don't know me. I do how I do, homie. I do how I do, homie. The fuck? I be hating that pussy ass shit. Man, he fuck nigga. Like, you a boost ass nigga, man. You wanna just go viral. You wanna just go viral and shit. When a nigga call that nigga, hit a nigga, DM a nigga, and you bitch ass nigga. Kodak wanna show his Then let's go account to account. Let's go account to account then. If I, let's, let's back money for money, bank account to bank account. What's your bank account made this year? No, he don't want no real fade. He talking about he gonna beat me up. Bro, you don't cut it out. And the only reason why this fade will be, will make sense for me, like you a you right? You a rapper. And I'm like, well, let's take the fade since you said you're gonna beat me up since you went all the way left with it. Only thing you really can do is take the fade, like. And what's crazy is like, I feel like you gotta win the fight. So in order to win the fight, what you gotta do, you gotta train your body, right? So you getting your body right. So you getting back in shape. You getting your together, right? So at the end of the day, it's a win-win for everybody. And I do that just so this can, you know what I'm saying? Can um, get, get back healthy. Oh, they're probably healthy, bro. Like I said, I'm quick to admit if a nigga just types some shit too fast. I don't know. They could be sober every day. <clears throat> just stand, just stand silent. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, since he went that big, though, 
because I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't go big, and I just talked to I talked to the to the team, and um, I didn't really go big. I just had I just stressed concerns about a n I don't know because the homie Whack and Nori, all these is tied in. These is my these are my friends, so I just you know what I'm saying? Fuck him no. For real. He want that fade. He can have it. And and this is this is like we can give all the money to the fucking foundation. I'm an R and B singer. The homie uh the homie that sing or the homie that rap, the homie that sing, you know what I'm saying? I better get my mother beat like a <laughs> Swear to God. And I don't mean like when I say we take a fade, it's just some shit like we ain't got like it ain't no real problem anyway. Like so to take a fade is fun. That's a fun thing to do. And it's not taking it to like some stupid level where is acting like it's a problem because that don't make no sense. It's all love at the end of the day. You're not showing the footage, right? I'm not showing the footage. Hmm? From Marlowe. Um, I gotta get a, I gotta get approval from Pastor Scott. If Pastor Scott, if you were if you looking um if you looking in the in if you in the in the live, let me know it's cool to like show some of the stuff at Trump spot. Um and then and then if like if whack in here, let me know if it's cool. Or if one of Kodak people in here, it ain't nothing ain't nothing bad. It's just like like stunning and shit, like just doing the most. Can I take a friendly fade with one of y'all? Can I take a friendly fade with you? Huh? Can we go outside and take a friendly fade? You my size, I just wanna beat up on somebody. <laughs> Moving around with that nigga Kodak. I have to make sure that nigga met that nigga Trump. When I was at Trump out. I got shit. How a nigga just did all that and I'm Alright, see so I just saw the back and forth with Ray J and um Kodak Black, the whole situation is crazy. So now this morning, Kodak Black um, is addressing some of the fans because if you guys don't know, John Gabbana, a.k.a. Boont Gang, remember when he was Boont Gang and he was out here high and falling asleep in no jumper interviews and all that stuff? Well, if you guys don't know, John is a reborn again Christian. We've talked about, you know, his transition um, on this channel before. And so he reached out to Kodak via the internet because he doesn't have his number. And I believe he was coming off very sincere. And he's offering Kodak genuine help you know to help get them off of drugs or whatever and to seek Christ so Kodak Black is basically responding to I think low-key him but also concerned fans who think that he's high and that you know is he okay so this was his video that he posted earlier today y'all go ahead and check this out hey Kodak what's happening but I want to holler at you bro unfortunately I gotta make this video to possibly get your attention so if you come across this vid man holler at me dog reach out to me but hey check this out real quick I want to say I'm proud of you first, just with everything that you accomplished. And I believe you're going to do even greater things. But right now, man, we worried about you. You don't look too healthy. In front of outside looking in, it's obvious that you're abusing drugs. And I don't believe for one second you're just doing drugs for your own enjoyment. Nah, you're trying to find something to fill up that void that's within your chest. Man, I could tell you from a personal experience, that route just going to make things much worse, cuz. Now, I seen that video you praying and confessing your sins. Man, that was so beautiful to watch. But listen. Repentance ain't a one-time thing, bro. It's a lifestyle. So if you want to experience true happiness, 
Spiritual freedom, peace of mind, you need more of that Kodak prayer, confession, fellowship with non-judgmental brothers who have a real relationship with Christ. Because Jesus is the only one who can heal what's broken within us. Not drugs, sex, nothing. Jesus is the only one who can make our crooked path straight. See, I've been where you at right now. But by the grace of God, I'm clean. Them strongholds have been pulled down. Them chains are broken. So I'm qualified to talk about this. You got to make a decision, bro. You got too many people looking up to you. And from one father to another, got to set the right example for your son. This coming from somebody who genuinely cares. So if you come across this video, you want to set the table, break bread, man, holler at me. Love. They say he actually look healthy. Of course, <laughs> look. I look. They told me. Of course, look. When it come, when it come, when it come out of me, y'all, don't go off no internet theories like when you like when you wanna when you like when it come to like judging me or getting love impression uh before y'all make up like that's uh y'all idea or whatever make up y'all mind on how y'all what you calling it. You ever heard somebody say like? Believe that you hook and like half of what you see too, cause you know looks could be deceiving and shit. Especially when it comes to a nigga like me, that on top of the Gemini shit, just me, just already. And then on top of that shit too. Hey, your birthday. Uh, my shit sits down. Yeah. I been say you are speaking at a regular pace. You haven't had any drugs today. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That was vibing. Mm -hmm. They talking about that drink champ shit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but the shit called drink champ. So I nigga had my, but I, 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 I had my little shot or two. Nothing too much. They had me like a little shot or two. Other than that, I mean, it's, Hello, it's me. I come as I am. No, I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't. Oh, I was say, Hold on, you drink now? No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't drink. Nah, see, I was at, I was at a. The shit, they shit called drink chance. So I had me like a little shot of two, not too many. Other than that, like bitch, that ain't got nothing to do with shit. I no excuses for nothing. Like. Alright, so you guys just saw the video of Kodak Black basically responding back to everybody and their concerns. You know, this entire situation is crazy. It's a hell of a breakdown. But I do feel like he is high. So I think this. I feel like the interview was messy, of course. But that, you know... We like a little bit of mess on podcasts, right? We want to get to the T. And I do like the fact that he was an open book. I, I can respect that. I like the fact that he wasn't trying to be PC and, you know, trying to act like, oh, I'm just cool with everybody in the industry and everybody's my friend. He was keeping it real. He's like, no, I'm hurt. Like, fuck that. Like, Boosie, you hurt my feelings. And I didn't like the fact that you tried to come at me. I looked at you as a hero. You know, basically, fuck T.I., fuck Big Boy, because, you know, you guys try to get me kicked off my label. Um, you know, 21 Savage, you are my friend, and I feel away. Lotto, you could have deaded the rumors you chose not to, so I'm rocking with Ice Spice. I think he kept it real. Again, it was very hard to understand him, and I wish they would have added some type of subtitles, but I like the fact that he just said what he felt, you know what I'm saying? What was on his heart and on his mind, he just kept it real. Now, as far as the whole Ray J thing, I don't agree with that. I think Ray J was coming from a sincere place because, I'm sorry, Kodak Black comes off like he's just really, really high. I don't think that's a really good look. I think when he's more sober-minded, things come off a lot more clear and less animated. But it was a very hard interview to watch and try and get through, you know? But I feel like, too, like, in this industry, you know, it, it's such a double-edged sword because people will talk mess and be like, oh, my gosh, he's high, he's on drugs, and he needs help. But then these same rappers perpetuate that. All they rap about is fucking popping perks and E and, and you know, drinking lean. So... 
again, once they live the lifestyle that they're rapping about, why are people shocked? Even in his song, Super Gremlins, he was saying that he was conflicted because in that song he rapped about perks. And he said when he talked to Chief Keith, Chief Keith told him, hey, you know, you're a role model out here. He kind of felt bad about rapping about perks in that song because he knows he has young people who look up to him and they'll take perks. Let's, let's talk about Super Gremlin. Yeah. What made you name it that and what made you make that record? And when I was, I was in the studio and I was, just, I was just going off, right? And then, like, the first bar that came to my mind, like, when it, when it came to that, when it came to that part, yeah. I knew perk fake, but I still ate it because I'm grinning. I didn't want to say the, I knew the perk was fake, but I still ate it because uh. I'm grinning. But that shit was just hard as shit, though. I just knew that bitch, was, what that bitch was going to do. Right. I'm saying, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't really, I ain't want to say that shit, though. I ain't, I ain't want to say that shit. Cause my dog, my, my dog, so and shit, he be telling me, like, fam, like, motherfucker look up to you, like, I'm saying, no matter, like, you up around, what you call it, and that motherfucker's going to do that shit. The chance that I get even, like, performing that whole, um, shit, like, I start the mic and bitch and shit, like, man, fam, like, I ain't on that bullshit, like. Don't please don't take that and mm. try to like do no shit like that. Again, you know, everybody has to be their own individual. Just because a rapper is rapping about doing drugs and getting drunk all the time doesn't mean you have to do it. So again, you got to understand the difference between entertainment and real life. But I do feel like he is high. He's on drugs and maybe he does need help or maybe he doesn't want help and he just wants to be high. It's hard for me to feel bad for these same rappers when they get caught up in like the drug cycle because again that's what a lot of them perpetuate in their music so it's funny that once it's a rapper everybody wants to you know come together to get them help but what about the teenager that's listening to the rap song who's deciding to go pop e and molly and you know i'm saying drink lean and then he gets addicted and nobody gives a shit you know so it's a double-edged sword but i don't think that ray j was coming from a bad place i think that ray j was genuinely concerned so i don't know what's going to happen from here but again i'm always here for a real interview so with that being and said tea sippers i definitely look forward to y'all's comments how do y'all feel about the kodak black interview do you feel like drink champs took advantage of him and they shouldn't have posted it because he was higher than kuda brown or do you feel like you know what that's what we're here for we're here for the tea we're here for you know rappers keeping it real like they say a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue so you know he was just basically telling how he felt about people in the industry so let me know y'all's thoughts how do y'all feel about his back and forth with ray j how do y'all feel about what he had to say about 21 savage and boosie how do y'all feel about 21 savage's response how do y'all feel about him picking ice spice over lotto and do y'all feel like lotto was wrong for basically allowing people to think that kodak black was the one harassing her in the studio and then last but not least, how do y'all feel about John Gabbana basically reaching out to Kodak and wanting to bring him to Christ and wanting to help sober him up? So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Go ahead and leave a comment. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. Feel free to share the video and I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all make sure y'all have a safe and happy Halloween, okay? Y'all know the veil is super thin tonight, so be on your P's and Q's. Love y'all, and I'll talk to y'all later. Deuces. If you want the latest news in the streets, join us and tune in for the tea. Breaking news with integrity, so tell your friends and your family. It's the lovely T-City Show. Bringing you good tea and good vibes. It's the lovely T-City Show. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe.